Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the How to Sleep podcast. In this week's episode, you'll learn some new ways for coping with being tired in the day and get clear on how you can start implementing this today. Welcome to the How to Sleep podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Blakeman, qualified adult sleep coach, a previous sufferer of insomnia and mum of three. I believe that sleep is fundamental to your enjoyment of the life you've worked so hard to create and I support adults like you who are struggling to sleep to get back to sleep and back to living your life in full colour and with maximum energy. This podcast is for you if you are taking ages to get to sleep or waking in the night and can't get back to sleep or both. Keep listening to find out how sleep works, the essential elements you need to get the sleep you deserve and actionable steps that you can take. So following on from last week's episode where I talked about the fact that when you have a sleep issue for a while, you can get pretty fed up with the impact it's having on your day-to-day life and the fact that every day seems to be a struggle so that you feel less like you're enjoying each day and more like you're dragging yourself through the days. So I thought it would be useful to talk today about the approach I use to cope with days when you are tired and you're feeling really low on energy. So it's pretty obvious to say that when we're tired we feel less energetic and less able to do stuff and scientists have shown that not getting enough sleep can actually result in up to a 30% reduction in energy which is obviously huge in terms of impact um, and impact on what we can do. But another thing that can happen when we're tired and we need to carry on during the day is that our brain plays out an internal battle. So the parts of your brain responsible for sleep are receiving information that sleep is needed, that you haven't had enough, and your desire for sleep is increased accordingly. So in other words, you feel tired and you probably wanna just lay down on the floor and go to sleep anywhere. However, your conscious mind knows that you can't sleep because you have to go to work, or do whatever it is you have to do and so it ignores that desire and it goes into action and in order to try and resolve this kind of conflict and help you achieve action your brain then releases chemicals which inhibit sleep so which layer over the feelings of tiredness and kind of block them out a bit so as you go through the day these chemicals can be repeatedly released to keep you going basically But unfortunately, by the end of the day, the level of these chemicals can be so high, still circulating in the bloodstream, that they continue to inhibit your sleep. So even though it's now the evening time and you want to go to sleep now and you can go to sleep now. And this is a scenario that perhaps some of you can relate to and something you definitely don't enjoy experiencing when you're exhausted throughout the day and then you're wired and awake at night when it's time when it's finally time to go to sleep. And when I had my sleep issue, I had no idea about this loop that was happening. I was deliberately pushing through each day because frankly, what else could I do? Life had to be lived. I had to go to work. I had to look after my children. I had to do chores and all the rest of it. But when I had my sleep issue and I was talking to the doctor about my life, it became apparent that I had missed a trick. I had thought that responding to my tiredness was all about conserving physical energy. And I'd basically decided that that just wasn't possible because I had to go about my day and there was no time to just sit on the sofa and feel tired. I needed to get on. 
so I couldn't conserve physical energy. But what I hadn't appreciated until my doctor mentioned it to me was the importance of the conservation of mental energy. So he explained that just like my muscles, my brain only really has the capacity for doing so much brain processing each day before it starts to um, you know, get weaker and flag and, and low on energy. And this had actually resulted in me experiencing some unwanted physical symptoms of my sleep issue, which is why I'd ended up at the doctor's in the first place. But it had nothing to do with tired muscles and it had everything to do with my poor, tired brain. So this conversation was completely life-changing for me. You know, I hadn't understood until I'd gone to see him that my sleep issue was actually interfering. I hadn't made the connection between my sleep issue and these physical symptoms. And it had to take for him to explain to me that I was basically um, just running my brain down so much. It was just so exhausted. He went further and explained that a lot of the activities I had been doing under the banner of relaxing or taking a break, like ironically thinking, oh, this is great because I'm conserving physical energy while I'm doing this. These things were actually no different for my brain in terms of the large amount of mental energy and brain processing that they required. So I was totally missing a trick to help conserve energy and help myself um, prevent myself from becoming overstimulated and wired by the time evening came around again. Okay, so I wanna give you some practical examples of the types of things that I was doing that was inadvertently draining my mental energy in case any of these are relevant for you. So first example is social media scrolling. Oh my gosh, this is something I used to do all of the time because I thought it was a relaxing, kind of less intensive activity. I had no idea that the amount of data processing my brain has to do to cope with all the moving images, you know, music, plus all the thoughts and emotions that are then triggered by me reading and watching all this stuff coming in. I just had no idea. So this was the first thing that I decided I had to reduce. And so every time I found myself reaching for my phone, I thought really carefully about whether there was any real purpose to me picking it up or I was just going to end up aimlessly scrolling. The second thing was that I loved phone games. You know, the ones where you're just matching shapes or colours or you're swiping things or you're making computer burgers to order for people. Like, again, I used to consider that this was a kind of fun, gentle activity for myself that I use as a break, um, you know, from, from doing chores or from, from doing work periodically throughout the day. I, I didn't realise again how much brain processing this required. And like, can you relate to this? When you have a natural pause in the day, when you're making a hot drink and you're waiting for the kettle to boil or you're riding the bus or on the underground or you're waiting for someone in a cafe, like, do you pick up your phone without even thinking and you start scrolling, commenting, playing games or whatever? So next time this happens to you, like, really consider, like, whether you can truly give your mind a rest instead. Like, literally don't pick up your phone. Just stay in your own silence for a bit instead. And one more example is how much I used to relive events. And what I mean by this is, if I didn't sleep well the night before, if someone cut me up in the car on the way to work, if I came across a rude shop assistant, I would just think on these things over and over again. I would think on what happened, maybe I would tell someone else, and then later I would tell another person. 
But again, I did not appreciate how much brain power I was wasting on replaying over and over these thoughts about things in the past that had already gone. And yet here I am giving up so much of my mental energy to think over them repeatedly. And I, I realized now how much of a complete waste of mental energy that was. So to sum up your takeaway action for this week, if you're struggling in the daytime and feeling exhausted, it's to consider where you could be conserving mental energy, even if you can't conserve physical energy. By doing this, you're being kind to your mind and reducing the speed at which you are exhausting your brain in the day. And when the tiredness builds up, the more our body has to release chemicals to override this and get us through the day, which can then stay in your system and inhibit sleep in the evening. So I haven't had a chance to go over too many examples in this episode, but if you want a fuller list of the type of things that waste mental energy, then I have a checklist for this and I'll put the link in the show notes in case you want to find out more. Okay, thanks for listening. Have a great week. Thank you for listening. I hope you found some value in today's episode. If you did, and you know others who would benefit from hearing this information as well, then please share with them. And if you would be so kind as to leave a positive review of the podcast, this will support me in my mission to spread the message of sleep as wide as possible. Thank you so much. If you can't wait until the next episode and you want more guidance right now, then head on over to my website and get access to my free sleep resources. Link in the show notes. Or follow me on Instagram at Nikki.Blakeman. Wishing you a peaceful night's sleep.